Holy mother forking shrimp ball nerds. This is the Good Place Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everyone. And we are taking a little departure from our No Country for Pop uh, pop Culture. And this episode, we're going to start doing our Good Place review. Uh, Now, we're going to give you a heads up also. uh, This is going to be not a spoiler free. We're going to be talking about the episodes of The Good Place. And another, I guess, full disclosure if you have not seen uh, The Good Place, it's one of the smartest shows on. TV, it's on NBC. You can go to Netflix and Netflix has seasons one, two, and three, but season four is currently um, on NBC. So if you want to watch it, you have to watch that on Hulu. Yes, there you go. And that's what we're doing right now. We watch it on Hulu usually the next day or the weekend. So this is season four, and this is the last season of The Good Place. So you, if you have not seen The Good Place, is a great opportunity to jump on board because again most things I don't I usually stay away from watching uh or binge watching when I know I have to wait a whole other year or, or whatnot for the next season or so you can watch one, two and three at your leisure. Then when you're done, maybe by the time you hop on to season four, it should be wrapping itself up. Uh, yeah. again, you do have to have Hulu to do that. Or if you have regular T V and you have NBC. So season four started about four weeks ago. So we decided we we've been planning on doing a podcast about it. I think instead of doing it after each episode, we're going to be doing uh, one through four recap. Then after episode eight, we'll do another recap. Uh, sorry, my name is Rico, and I'm here with Liz. And again, we're going to be doing a recap. We just finished episode four, but we're going to jump back. Uh, before that, I'm going to tell you that I was not introduced to Good Place until last summer. Uh, Liz talked about the show and I'm someone who's really set in his ways and I have this, I watched this or that. And again, we're not binge watchers. We are, uh, oh, I'm totally a binge watcher. <laughs> I will binge watch something, but I know you're not. No, no. Again, if it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let me say I'm a selective binge watcher. I'm not someone who watches four or five shows. You know, I, I, Binge watched the Daredevil Netflix series, which was awesome, um, and the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. We watched that one. Other than that, I don't think I've watched anything else as a full season. I'm uh, just really busy with uh, different activities, so it's very rare that I'll sit down and watch something. We did watch um, The Kingdom, the Korean oh, that's uh, right. I forgot about that. zombie. Uh, but again, I have a short attention span or uh, <laughs> patience. If it's something that's really like... Um, like over like an hour episode, I really kind of find myself sometimes skipping 10 or 20 seconds there and here and there. Well, and that's the great thing about The Good Place is that each episode is about 22 minutes long. So, you know, we have a few quick minutes, we start an episode, but it's not something that you have to carve out a ton of time. So you can get through the episodes pretty quickly. Yes. And again, she said, you know, I got to, you got to watch this show, The Good Place. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I, I trust her, but, you know, I was just, and I love that she didn't tell me about it really too much, except for the premise of, you know, um, this person goes to the, not exactly heaven, but a good place. And you can't um, say any cuss words. And she left it at that. And uh, I was already aware of um, um, 
Veronica Mars. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. And again, I didn't really see her in Veronica Mars, um, so I just knew of her. Um, then you had Michael, and again, horrible with Ted names. Ted Danson. Which I'm an older generation. I'm a child of 80, so I remember Cheers religiously. I watched every single episode. Didn't follow him on when he joined the CSI. Uh, everyone else I did not know about. And again, uh, after four or five episodes, I was pretty much hooked. And so finished season one. We grinded through season two. Uh, we took a short break when school started, so it was hard to watch season three. But uh, uh, again, if you have not watched any of these, please watch them. Uh, they're worth it. Instead of just trying to catch up on YouTube or um, read about the episodes. But we're going to talk about season four. Um, I'll turn it over to Liz first. Can we say anything else before we talk about um, season four episodes? Well, you had just mentioned that you didn't know a lot of the actors before this. And um, it's good to point out that for some of them, it was like their first big role. For a lot of the cast, you know, really Kristen Bell and Ted Danson were the the ones that had the experience. And then you have Maya Rudolph come in later and um, Mark Evan Jackson comes in later and they've got more experience. But a lot of the leads were new to sitcoms. So you don't really, you know, you see Ted Danson and you're like, oh, is it going to be Sam Malone? Is it going to be this? But Mm -hmm. with all the other actors, you have really nothing to compare them to, which was nice. Yeah. And uh, so I guess we want to talk about just uh, what's been going on and what we liked about season four, the first four episodes, then we can talk about maybe your favorite characters or any kind of moments of season four and previous seasons as well. I just always love that you never really know how an episode's going to end. You think you're with them the whole time and you think like, I figured this out. And then it feels like every episode lately I've been like, dang it, they got me. I didn't see that coming. Or um, they're, they're really good with cliffhangers throughout all of the seasons, but uh, season four especially. Yeah, and uh, Liz has already seen all three seasons, correct? Before I saw them. Yeah, I've rewatched yeah. with you, and so she... that was fun to to know what was going on mm-hmm. and like watch, and I got to pick up on little clues throughout the way. I was like, "Oh, look there!" or "I know what that means," um, and to watch your face at the end of season one. Uh, that was the best part. <laughs> yes, and I'm someone who hates spoilers. I hate people telling me what's going to happen, and I don't tell people what's going to happen if I've seen things. So she did a great job of uh, really holding on. And It was killing me. I needed you to see season one. Like After that, I was okay. Once you found out it was the bad place, mm-hmm. I was like, we're okay now. But holding on to that secret, watching the episodes, especially because you would lean over and you'd be, you would ask me questions mm-hmm. or you'd be like, is this happening? And I'm like, I can't tell you anything. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, again, I just, um, basic in the past couple of years, superhero movies and action movies and stuff like that. So seeing this show now, I've, I've seen the office. I've seen other shows that are, uh, which the office was also written by Michael Shore. Oh, okay. Who wrote this? Yeah. He wrote, um, Parks and Rec as well. So I like the witty humor. I like the smart humor and uh, um, just the little nuances that are um, funny, you know, mannerisms and, and <laughs> quick quips. Like, wait, wait, did they just say that? And so I was very surprised throughout when uh, uh, Eleanor says, I'm not supposed to be here to um, Jean Yu, a.k.a. <laughs> Jason Mendoza, a.k.a. the pre-successful DJ. <laughs> Uh, that was a surprise there, and just and definitely the what we said the holy this is the bad place. We're like wow, so that really was just um, 
throw that in with the ethics. Uh, I really am a, um, I guess, I like philosophy. Uh, again, I don't, I'm not an in-depth study of that, but a lot of things they mention with Kant and everything I've, I've read about before. So it was, I love the, um, uh, that edge they put to it also. Well, it's funny because you, before you had watched The Good Place, you had your um, Batman and philosophy book mm. and you were, you had shown me a section in there and they mentioned the trolley problem. Mm. And I was like, I know what the trolley problem is because of this show I've seen. And so when it came up, I was excited to show you, be like, this is how I knew what you were talking about. I wouldn't have known what you were talking about except for The Good Place. And so it's, yeah, it's very, it's a very smart show. It does not talk down to its mm-hmm. watchers at all. And I love that. Yeah. And I think um, initially my first favorite character was um, Chidi. You know, who was uh, Anagonye. Chidi Anagonye. Yeah. Gonye, yeah. Who was uh, William Jackson Harper, which my first podcast, we talked about Midsummer, that horror movie. And he was uh, one of the characters in mm-hmm. that movie, uh, one of the actors in that movie. But yeah, he just reminds me a little of me, just the uh, <laughs> book nerd and um, just really indecisive. I mean, just always have one million scenarios before making a decision. I think Liz pegged me for that, and I pegged her definitely for Eleanor. Uh, <laughs> Which I don't know how I feel about that, yeah, but I'll not, take it as a she's huge She's not Arizona trash. She's, no, we're, she's I'm Florida, Florida. <laughs> Florida trash. So all the Jason jokes kind of hit home, but... They're really funny and very accurate. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, uh, Liz is born was born in Florida, so uh, everything that Jason Mendoza says about Florida, she she just loves that because <laughs> mm. it's true. Mm-hmm. I think the last person to um, really gain my favor uh, was, of course, you know, um, Tahani. Um, when instantly my first met, like, yeah, she's gonna be the exact opposite of um, Eleanor. Right. And she's going to come get her comeuppings. But, you know, you kind of, as she was the last one to really um, sympathize with or understood where she's coming from. But I think she's also one of the last people we learn her full backstory to. Yeah. Like we slowly in season one get their, and season two get their backstories. And um, she's definitely growing more as a character. And um, you're getting to see more of her side. And I think her friendship with Eleanor is kind of what finally brings us around to Tahani is we're already on Eleanor's side so Mm -hmm. when Eleanor and and Tahani start becoming friends I think that helps us as a viewer become her friend too Mm -hmm. and one thing I'm glad they didn't uh further explore they you know um I guess you can say it was organically dissolved was the relationship with Jason Mendoza and Mm -hmm. Tahani because I was like ah really kind of thing I guess because they're the only ones you know yeah that aren't demons kind of thing so it's felt kind of uh shoehorned uh, but the opposite i liked but they're both eights so mm. <laughs> that's right again you have to watch it to understand uh the inside jokes of there um eleanor and chidi and I, I liked how at first they were purposely brought together as soulmates or you find out is just you know uh as the season progresses like well maybe they will you know it's like that sam and diana or angela and tony from who's the (laughs) The boss Boss. you know they always have the main two that are so opposite but you're like yeah i think they're gonna hook up but um the way they did it also wasn't like just a storybook ending i like how they've separated the two especially in season four Mm -hmm. you know the the um the loneliness that eleanor has yeah and (laughs) she has to now navigate her world and her life without the only 
life preserver she's had. She's got to make it on her own, really, without Chidi. Um, mm. So it's interesting to see her even become more of a leader. She was already the group's leader, but she relied heavily on Chidi to balance her out, and now she doesn't have that. Yeah. And if you know, if you are, you know, again, hopefully you've watched the ending of season three, you find out they are given it a second chance. Uh, they, well, they found out, well, 100th chance. They had so many times to reboot. Uh, but we found out that the scoring system's rigged. Right. And so they haven't had someone go to the real good place in... Several hundred years. I yeah. can't remember the number. Mm-hmm. So there's a little uh, experiment with the judge, Raya, Maya Rudolph. Mm-hmm. So she's a good uh, addition in ending yeah. in season two. Oh, goodness. Don't ask me that in front of everyone. Yeah, I think ending in season two because she was prominent in season three. Okay. Yeah, because they, they escape in season two. Sure. I think. Yeah. Whatever you say. But she gives them a second chance. And she, you know, they make a, a deal with Sean, uh, <laughs> who's... Uh, I love Sean uh, and hate Sean, but love Sean. Yes, he's the type of <laughs> attitude or, uh, or uh, that... We teachers wish we could say sometimes <laughs> to the students. Uh, oh, uh, man. He cracks me up. Yeah. I think I laugh more at his lines than anyone else's. <laughs> and, um, but they're given a chance, again, to prove that uh, someone who is maybe low on the count or destined to the bad place can be turned. Right. And um, they, but the thing was they had to be mediocre bad. They couldn't be terrible bad, and they yeah. couldn't be borderline good mm. It had to be the same level of bad as our original four. So um, from the season uh, four, the first two episodes are called Girl from Arizona, Mm -hmm. where you have Michael who gets another chance also, but he has a panic attack and cannot go out and meet the first person. Right. So uh, Eleanor steps in and she becomes the architect. So she has to pretend she's the godlike being. Right. And, and, And they bring... Four people, correct? Yeah. Well, yeah. Chidi sacrifices himself and yeah. is one of the four. Yes. So they bring in three new people. Okay. But yeah. And so for me, and again, hopefully you've watched it. The three have not really... Like when I watched season one, you grew... You know, you kind of... Yeah, I like Chidi. Yeah, okay. Jason Mendoza, he's going to be <laughs> funny. And again, we said lastly for me, um, Tahani. But so, uh, we've had three seasons with them, so we know a lot more. So... Uh, having the new uh, recruits, I'm kind of like, no, I don't care to know about them. And uh, and since, uh, so they haven't really grown on me. You have um, Brent, mm-hmm. who's... Uh, Gosh, you just want to smack him. Yeah. And these, and it turns out that these uh, have a past with um, either Tahani or... Yeah, with um, one of the originals. Yeah, they had cheating. some sort of past. Yeah. yeah. So Brent was a gossip, uh, gossip columnist? No, that's John. Oh, John. John was the gossip columnist. Okay, so let's start with John then. What about oh, John? Oh, John, John was a gossip columnist, columnist yeah. who did like blogs, fashion mm-hmm. blogs and all of that. And actually he knew Tahani because she was in the elite crowd that he wrote about. And turns out he wrote all these awful blogs about her. Um, and so she has to really kind of get over herself to try to help him because she has to make him a better person which means she has to kind of swallow her pride. So it's a cool dynamic. So yeah, yeah that and that's John. He was, yeah. Yeah, and that, I guess we're going to, like, instead of recapping per episode, we'll say the, the um, transition. Yeah. 
So Tahani takes it upon herself to try to work on him, and that's been going on the past three episodes. Correct, episode three yeah. is called Chillaxin. Uh-huh. And, while, and Michael made up that word, Chillaxin. Yeah, a little known fact. Mm-hmm. Which, what does that mean? It's a combination of cheaty and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> so forget what you were ever told before what chillaxing means. And Michael was quite tickled about that. <laughs> I yeah. like when Michael yeah, and, mixed things up. Yeah, and that was another thing about, I'm sorry, jumping back. Michael, I really grew attached to him as well as the end of season two when he really poured out his demon heart yeah. to Eleanor, saying, like, you're my best friend, and I'm paraphrasing, or just something where... Uh, oh, yeah, you were really touched by that. I remember that. That yeah. was cute. Uh, again, um, Ted Danson is just hitting it out of the park with that character. Again, because yeah. I've always known him as Sam, you know, the uh, the playboy gigolo. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's just his awkwardness, his quirkiness, trying to get used to humans. And then... That's um, perfect. Yes. His cute bow ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Tahani, she's, um, again, the connection they made was maybe realizing they both were trying to fit in and they always mm-hmm. felt alone. Yeah, they were both kind of outsiders looking in all the time. Even mm. when she was part of the elite, she still felt like she yeah. wasn't part of it or wasn't yeah. elite enough. Yeah, so they had a kind of a, um, a coming together in, yeah. in episode three, chillaxing. And then you have... If Brent. some okay, oh, uh, Brent. I can't remember Brent's connection though. I don't think that he was connected to anyone. No, no. But this is just—he's a jerk. Yes, and if you've seen it, you know it is. He is that chauvinistic uh, racist. Uh, he's you know the guy who will call women toots or babe. Uh, doesn't see a line where it comes to professionalism when it comes to women yeah. and uh, uh, ethnic races and stuff like that. And but. He loves to, he really believes he is the very, he believes that he's not only should be in the good place, but. The better place. The better place. <laughs> or the best place. I can't remember what they called yeah. it. <laughs> and he's been the toughest neck to crack so far. Yeah. Um, they've tried to humble him and everything, but that just seems to make him realize that he is better than anyone else. <laughs> mm. uh, but I guess the one he's tormenting the most is Janet. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because he realizes all he has to do is call, and he really has a an eternal personal secretary, personal assistant who is not uh, no, he bad on the call, eyes. He would not say assistant; he would say secretary. Yeah. <laughs> and so that one again, we we don't see anything. We don't know what's going to happen with that. What's going to be the breakthrough? If it's going to be Jack, Janet, it's going to help, or still the um, think tank of the the original crew, right? And then Chidi again, you know, he sacrificed himself because. The fourth person coming or the third person coming in was Simone, his ex-girlfriend on Earth. And he realized that he couldn't pretend in front of her without giving away the experiment. So he sacrificed himself because of his connection with Simone. It was a beautiful moment at the end of season three. Yeah. Uh, Again, because that's just when really... um, Because Eleanor had realized, because she saw the videos that... All the failed experiments that she confessed her love, and and not only that, but Chidi, who's indecisive, told her with one hundred percent that he loved her also. Correct. So, and that was finally finalized in season three. But then again, now he's just Caesar as the architect, um, who uh, he may cry in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> he may, he may cry, God cry. cry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he has his moments, too. I, I love episode four. Uh, they were playing um, Pictionary, and whatever 
If they guess it right, that picture comes to life. Oh, yeah, and he drew the horse so terribly. Yeah. But then it's so sweet that later he's, like, practicing drawing horses so he can do it better next time. Yeah, it was, like, more of an abstract horse. And it came to life, and <laughs> Janet was... had to put it down. Because <laughs> it was just terrorizing everything. It shouldn't be. Um, so those are the... Uh, and you have Simone, who, again, we're not sure what's her. She's kind of a side yeah. character. She's not there prominently. When she first got there, she thought it was just her brain... Um, telling her that she was there, that she was actually dying, that it was part of the dying process, mm-hmm. that she wasn't actually there. So she starts cre- you know, wreaking havoc. They think she's going to be the easy one, and she ends up being just as difficult as yeah. the others. But right now, they've got Cheedy working with her, so we'll see how that goes. We haven't really seen a lot of her progress. Last episode three was kind of focused more on John and Tahani and John's progress. Yeah. And actually, you know, and we don't want to go too far back and explain too many things. Because again, if you're listening to this, hopefully you've watched the episodes. Or you might just say, I'm kind of interested and I don't care. I don't watch it. But we just enjoy the witty banter oh, man. of Liz and Rico. So that's why we're <laughs> listening. So, and it feels like they're telling. So, uh, we're not treating it as telling you everything. So, some characters, no. you, you might say, okay, I kind of lost there. But again, um we recommend you uh, watching it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Especially season three, episode nine is my favorite. The one mm. Janet's big episode. Oh, yes. And she shined. And, and uh, so we're going to, before we talk about Janet, season four today we watched. Uh, uh, what was that one called? It was a Thief, uh, was it? Let me um, look it up. Tinker Taylor Demon Spy, right? Yeah. 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 So that one has uh, um, Glenn. A demon who shows up, who we didn't, he closed episode three, Chillaxin, is a mysterious hooded figure uh, on a, like a little trolley cart going from someplace to the good place. place. And uh, he reveals himself as Glenn and says, I got to talk to you, Eleanor, uh, but only in private because if I say it in front of everyone else, it's going to be awkward. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Why are you looking at Oh, I thought you were going to jump in. (laughs) Uh, Are you going to say, and... She says, no, whatever you need to say, you say in (laughs) front of my friends. And he reveals that uh, Michael is not really Michael. It is Vicky wearing a Michael suit while she's wearing a Vicky suit. Or is it? Yes. So, of course, naturally, they all inclined to believe Michael. But he said he has proof. And so it gives them cause of doubt because uh, Glenn says, you know, well, the group says, you know, it has been Weird well, because Glenn tells one. a couple parts of his story, and then uh. Michael's like, oh, yeah, that part is true. So it finds out that Michael's held, had a couple lies with the group to protect them, mm. but, you know, they take that as um, a sign that, well, it might not be Michael, because if we can't trust Michael, who can we trust? And yeah. so, um, so, yeah, so they start to doubt whether it's Michael or Vicky or if Glenn's messing with them or what. Yeah, and I like, um, I can't remember the beginning of it, but when uh, Eleanor was talking to Michael, and said, oh, okay, it's just like, um, you're looking out for us, because when you told me that you were nervous and I had to take over, that uh, you knew you believed in me. He said, oh, no, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, how could you lie? And he's like, oh, man, it's it's just one of those good lies. You know, it's a lie you don't really, you know, it's you know, like, it's <laughs> yeah. like saying, um, hey, we need to catch up, let's have some coffee. You don't really, it's a lie. Just like Instagram, you know, people who post on Instagram. <laughs> and they make a lot of shots at social media, and I can see that because uh, us two, we are not really big on social media. We're, we're taking a break. We're not 
better than anyone else because we're off social media, but we can understand the the unnecessary pressure people put on themselves to, you know, post your life or yeah, well, yeah, putting every and quote unquote life, you know that. Yeah. You just, you know, have the perfect filter and lighting. And, and I'm one who did that, too. So I can, I'm throwing stones at my house first or <laughs> calling myself black, you know, wow. a black kettle. Mm -hmm. But uh, so you have that dilemma. And it was, almost felt like, oh, man, this is going to be a bottleneck episode. You know, when you're just staying in the room the yeah. whole time. Uh, but she's forced with that dilemma. Um, that's really about it. And you have her going out. And like you said, running into Chidi, he was trying to make uh, universe better yeah. by practicing to draw a better looking horse. <laughs> and uh, the best part of the episode was the very end mm -hmm. with Jason. That was yes. the best part. I love when when Jason's um, stupidity mm -hmm. pays off. Yes, and I was going to say, you know, he. I think with him, he really is like throwing jokes to the wall and sees with sticks. And I think for every 10 jokes he or lines he say, I think one usually sticks with me. Yeah. Everything else is like, ah, uh, you know, and they usually give him something shiny or something like that when he says something that's very incredibly uh, insane. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and again, we know that um, his relationship with Janet, she has taken a break. It's too much going on. And she's still kind of frustrated. And then Jason goes to console her. And uh, what does he say to her? Do you remember? He says, I got you, girl. And they hug. And we all, you know, it's so clever because it just draws you in. And um, and she hugs him back. Oh, it's a tender moment. And then um, before that, Janet, they asked Janet to make a lie detector. See what And she's like, For oh, Glenn and yeah. Michael. I will try. And so she makes some kind of contraptions. You know, if you're telling the truth, they'll turn green or something like that. Something green. If they tell the truth, the light will turn green, and if not, the light will turn red. Yeah, so they ask Glenn what's his real name. He says something, and he explodes. And there's, like, blue slime all over the place. Yes. And so they it's gather gross. all the slime up. Michael says, hey, you know, in about a couple of months, he'll grow himself back. Yeah, because uh, demons don't ever actually die. Yeah. And then, you know, misquoting, but, like, yeah, first he'll be a, a ball, then he'll be, like, a ball of tongues. Yeah. He'll be a, a scary girl, little girl. A scary little girl, a teenage boy. <laughs> yeah. A social media CEO. Yes, another shot and at social media. And then a demon. Media. Yes. And so, but that still leaves him in the conjury of, like, okay, we don't know if Michael is lying or not. So right. he decides, you know what, um, I'm just going to destroy myself. Yeah, he decides to self-sacrifice, kind of like cheating. Yeah. And, you know, first Eleanor is like, well, why don't you just we lock you up or put you in uh, the void? That's all we know, because then you will wonder if I've escaped or not. Right. And just when he's about to say, you know, kill himself, mm -hmm. uh, Jason Mendoza handcuffs <laughs> Janet, who instantly turns into, wait for it, bad Janet. Bad Janet. <laughs> who says, smell your farts. Or she loves to <laughs> fart. And it's brilliant how he figured it out, because, again, he was saying the dumbest things and we both have seen uh the actor yes um who's, Manny. man who's a brilliant guy he's very smart and you know and i think it's been said that his castmates said you know you don't realize how smart he is and how you how smart you have to be to play a dumb character right yeah so um and what was his revelation to them that she always reminds him that she's not a girl and when he said i got you girl she didn't say not a girl yes 
And I almost, I should have, because I almost leaned over and was like, she didn't say not a girl. Oh, yeah, I was oblivious Ugh. to that. Because I caught it, because she always says it, but yeah. man, I'm so mad. Yeah, that's why I, I love quoting or using Janet uh, isms in the classroom, because <laughs> I work with another male teacher and we switch classes. So some of the students often mistakenly call me by his name. I'm like, not Mr. So and so. Yeah. You know, so that's one of Janet's things. So, uh, yeah, that's how they caught it. And so Which I'm glad that it was Jason. It, yeah. It just keeps redeeming him. Mm-hmm. So it ends where they are going, and they re- it turns out that real Janet, the good Janet, is held captive in the bad place. In the bad place. Oh. And Jason shines again by saying, mm mm. On a way to, Sean's a bully. On a way to sometimes face a bully is punch the bully in the mouth. And that's his, well, plan when someone tells him (laughs) that's his plan. So it ends with him and Michael going to go down to the bad place. I'll look forward to that episode. I really do. Uh, Most episodes, you don't know what's going to happen next. This one, we kind of, leads us to believe that Mm -hmm. next episode is going to have Michael and Jason in the bad place. Not sure if it's going to split time you know or the whole episode is going to be dedicated to right like if we'll flash to both places yeah Mm. i don't know i bet they will Mm. i can't imagine them not having chris and bell in one of the episodes somehow yeah so and again they've done a great job there's not really been an episode that's like ah a filler episode said when i watched daredevil or um even umbrella academy Mm -hmm. i always go walk away like you know what that could have been one or two episodes less yeah. Uh, just too much uh, other backstory or things I really didn't care about. But I guess with 22 minutes, you know, that's enough time. Uh, so that ends the uh, episode recap of one through four. Uh, we did talk about some of our characters that we liked in first and uh, season. But I want to talk about also some of the, again, um, when Jason Mendoza said this, like, I've got to mention this on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to try to... Uh, there's some zingers throughout, uh, or just the, uh, I want to call them like, um, uh, joke grenades. <laughs> it just takes a while. They, oh my gosh. But when he wanted to prove how smart he was, look, I did the crossword puzzle, or word <laughs> search puzzle word search. in 30 <laughs> seconds. And you look at it and... <laughs> He circled all the words on the side of the word search that you're supposed to be finding in the jumble. That yeah. was so. That was such a good visual joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they always have things. We always say, man, once every episode, there's one thing I always want to say, like chillaxing. Yeah. When Chidi was nervously trying to protect uh, Jason Mendoza, who messed up the house because he yeah. turned it into his butthole. His butthole. John Yu. John Yu turned it into yes. his butthole. And when Chidi's like trying to get them off, uh, get them away, Michael and Eleanor. His, and he stares like, oh, what do you say? You're still here? I think, oh, I see you're still here. Yes, I love that. I want to use that with I my I think that's students. what he said. I'll have to um, look. Then uh, <laughs> episode two, uh, Girl in Arizona, when she was heartbroken, when she had to say goodbye to Chidi, you know, or that she realized that he's she set him up to help, um, whatchamacallit, to become a better person. Um, the girl that he was had a relationship oh, Simone. with. Simone. And she's like, yep, you know, because I can see why he still likes me because who who wouldn't like that, you know, hits herself in the hip? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And and she so I was said, like, I don't know where this yeah. story's going. And she going. said, with that ash, but A-S-H because they can't cuss in the good place. <laughs> and she raises up, 
a high five to Jason, who oh, yeah, yeah. just recently broke up with, or broken up with Janet. And she's like, come on, don't leave me hanging. He's like, that's right. Those are the rules. Yeah. And he does it like with the, because he, if you see his face, he's depressed because Janet broke up with him. So he, that's right. That is the rules. <laughs> high fives. I mean, even with his depressive state, he's like, man, I got to, that's the code right there. That's the code. Yeah. So those are a lot of great things. And um, speaking <laughs> of Janet also, uh, she was just the one who popped in every once in a while. She's cute. And, uh, you know, the pop is up with season two is where she became, yeah, she's part of the good place. Not as just a side character, a little walking Siri with legs. <laughs> but she really, you know, because she fell in love with Jason, that changed her and she was rebooted. So she grew more and more. And, Correct. Uh, well, the reboots helped her yeah. become... So, more human. Yeah. Yeah. So she's more, I guess you can say, self-aware or sentient. Yes. Yeah. And so that gives her more that she can play with with her character. Yeah. I, I love Darcy Carden. I like watching interviews with her. I like hearing her talk about the show. You can tell all of them. You can tell love the show. But I really just like I love watching her interviews, especially mm. um, and hearing her talk about her character, Janet. I, I enjoy listening and watching her. Yes. And um yeah, she's definitely an instant fan favorite. I'm pretty sure with other people uh, besides me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she, when she's on the scene, when she has her part, I think she maximizes all oh, of it. It's definitely. never empty lines for her. Um, really with anyone, you know, Tahani, she's always referring to how she's dropping names and stuff like that. Oh, I see we're dropping them three at a time now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, only person again, the new cast again, um, they're more of a side story right now. They could grow more and I'm sure maybe, and this is the final season as well. So I'm sure those people who are there trying to help out, they have to be there. He's not going to dump them off right. as far as I know, halfway. Oh yeah, never mind. We don't need them kind of thing. So unless we find out something different when they go to the bad place, like who yeah. knows? Yeah. Cause they fool us with that old lady. <laughs> Right. Who so was really the... Maybe them stealing uh, Janet's going to negate the whole deal. Like, yeah. We have no idea. Yeah. That always keep us on the edge. So outside of them, my person I refuse to uh, like for some reason is Derek. <laughs> I know you don't like Derek. I don't like Derek at all. <laughs> he just, he just... He has some funny bits or whatever. Usually perverted <laughs> bits or just... Or talking about his wind chimes and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, again, it could change. Maybe it hasn't changed since season two. When that, I can't remember. Yeah, season two. Because okay. season three, he was hooked up with Mindy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dropping Yeah, with a bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mindy's the one, if you went to her house, you'd have to leave her a trail of breadcrumbs. Because you're not coming back if you're a guy. <laughs> or maybe even a girl yeah but yeah so that's our anything else before that's it. okay so hope you enjoyed and listening to our recap again we will try to get some more podcasts out there but we won't do a good place podcast season four until we finish watching uh episode eight and i can't remember if it's like 16 episodes or was it 12 episodes the previous seasons I feel like 13, but okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, and immunity, they usually do a halfway mark. They take a break, so yeah. definitely. Um, hmm. But yeah, if you have not seen it or you watched it and it piqued your interest, uh, yeah, definitely go back and 
watch those other seasons. I you could go back and watch season three and try to catch up, but it's best if you watch all the seasons. Yeah. And, and a good thing, it might take you a couple months or whatever, but at least you know there is a finality. Yeah, season one, two, three, four, and that's it. You don't have to try to catch up several or eight right, seasons. It's not ten seasons long. Yeah. And so thank you for listening. And again, um that's really about it. We don't really post anything else. We just do this for fun. So if you're listening, great. Um, we don't have any place for feedback because we don't want to check if feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't want to check. Yeah. Well, we don't really care about like. <laughs> we don't how, really want to know what you think. Yeah. Or, you know, how many likes or all that kind of stuff. All and, two of you. Yeah. So maybe if we uh, have more time, and but we're dabbling in all kind of things. So this is something we just like doing. Uh, but um, at the end of all, again, like I said, the Joker episode that we just want to bring smile to someone you know if you're running jogging playing this while folding clothes or uh, maybe in prison and you oh my want to say warden can i listen to the uh, no country for pop culture yeah, podcast that, that's all of our listeners yeah. right there but again i think after joker i said i'm going to say the same thing that uh, if it's one person listening or you know even just one you know we hope that um um you're doing well and again we touch upon about uh, mental health issues you know if you're someone who is suffering from um from depression or maybe something you don't know for sure we ask you know that um suicidal thoughts or uh loneliness uh any of those things that you just don't feel like it's right uh we ask you know hopefully you find professional help or seek someone else that you can trust and share the information and get help you can because again that is something that's so often misdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all and um we just want to say we are aware of that and we want to make other people aware of that as well. So, um, I know. Treat yourself and take care. All right. We are done. We'll check you later, nerds.